You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Today, our first guest is Ron Reed, CEO of NWP Services Corporation. This show is brought to you by our advertisers, Center Club, Community Bank, Decision Toolbox, Executives Unlimited, MBN Design, SNH Rubber, Strategic Market Intelligence, SunUp Group, T & Company, Tone Software, Turn Up the Volume, and UPS Protection. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience of CEOs who are running middle market firms, to improve your decision-making skills. It gives me great pleasure to welcome Ron Reed to the radio show. Ron, welcome to the program. Thank you, Rick. Uh, let's start very simply by asking you to kind of talk a little bit about your background. Uh, you were selected by the Board of Directors of NWP Services Corporation to be the president and CEO in June of 2014. Can you tell us a little bit about your professional background that led you up to this position? It's a bit of a mix, as I think many CEOs end up. I started in the software technology at Xerox. I moved into management as an IT director for an insurance company. I ended up in management of a venture-backed company, and through that activity, I ended up being, becoming a partner of a New York-based venture firm, where we, I ended up being the venture partner, meaning the, the management partner, person that would work closely with our CEOs over years. And so around uh, 2010, I really started spending more time in management, and that's when the CEO, when I became uh, recruited by NWP and became really the president in 2012 and then CEO 2014. I see. And um, let's talk about NWP services then. Can you can you tell us about some of the, the well, what the, what's the business model and what is it that makes your firm unique and different in the marketplace? Sure. Our business model is relatively simple. We helped owners of multifamily housing apartment communities recover the utility cost they spend on behalf of residents. We do that in 48 states in America. We do that for owners and managers that represent about 2.5 million residents in America. And what they do at an apartment is pay the utilities, typically the water, at the curb, meaning that rarely does water get submetered for a particular resident. We go in and submeter those units and then turn around and bill a resident their fair share of the water they consumed in that business unit. So we get paid essentially a monthly fee to both monitor, meter, send the utility bill, and collect the money. Very simple business model. In the process of doing that, we became the largest sub-metering company in the country and then moved into electronic payments. That's a very simple model. Okay. So, uh, you know, we're broadcasting from our OC Talk Radio studios here in Orange County, California. Orange County is, and California in, in general is, is in a very tight water situation. Has that uh, affected positively NWP services in for apartment and multifamily <coughs> complexes in California? Actually, the owners that choose us or have been choosing us for 20 years, uh-huh. we're really ahead of the curve. Here. Okay. So okay. we've been working for owners who were focused on conservation for many years. So an owner that, you know, I'll take Lion Properties in Orange County, one of the great multifamily firms. Lion Properties has been focused on this. In fact, they helped us get the business started. They are portfolio one out of our thousand customers. 
they've been focused on conservation on behalf of their residents for years, and they recognized very early on that putting in place our programs, which have evolved into things like leak detection and helping them find ways to conserve water and lower the cost for their residents, they've been focused on these programs for 20 years. So they've been a, they're a good example of an owner that's been ahead of the pack. Interesting. So the, you're right. It's more than just making sure people pay for their fair share. It's making sure that everything is working properly, too. And and uh, when you have that individual ability, you can probably notice the kind of boundary conditions and people that are using an abnormal amount of mis- water and maybe figure out why and solve the leak problem. So it's interesting. We're talking with yeah, Ron you Reed. A, you asked a question that I can – I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say we're talking with Ron Reed, who is president and CEO of NWP Services Corporation. You were going to say – well, you asked me what makes us different. You know, unlike our competitors, some of our competitors actually sell utilities. And so they provide a conservation service, but really they also sell utilities, which we smile a little bit about. We don't do that. We don't do anything that conflicts us with the conservation. Uh-huh. And our owners are also focused on conservation. So an owner that chooses us versus some competitors is focused on conservation. I see. In the process, what makes us very different is just what you pointed out. We put in place a lot of solutions that will provide both the alerts and management of alerts that tell us as quickly as possible that there could be a leak or there could be some kind of problem at a property that can be repaired quickly and then both improves conservation but also lowers the cost for residents. And we're very leading edge when it comes to those programs. Excellent. We're going to take our first commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show. When we come back with my interview with Ron Reed, we have one more segment with him. He is president and CEO of NWP Services Corporation. I'm going to ask you if you could share your guiding principle. And what I mean by that, Ron, is kind of your overarching philosophy for how you're leading and growing NWP Services Corporation and, and maybe the philosophy that you've used in various roles throughout your career. So, ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these words from our commercial sponsors. Are you looking for your successor, someone as dedicated and experienced in their field as you? Executives Unlimited delivers the top executive talent you need for your company's long-term success. 98% of our clients re-engage us for additional hires, and over 90% of the executives placed by us since 2007 are still in their positions or have been promoted. That's twice the industry's average retention rate. How do we do this? Dedication. Executives Unlimited believe success isn't success until it's long-term. Call us to invest in your long-term success. 562-627-3800 or visit us at executivesunlimited.com. Let our long-term success leverage yours. Award-winning photographer David Moyle has more than 16 years of experience creating unique and riveting photography for his clients. Whether your business is an international corporation or a small business, David Moyle's photography can make you stand out. Visit www.davidmoyle.com or call 714-272-2284. Today's businesses are embracing voice over IP telephones and unified communication desktop technologies to more effectively communicate and collaborate with their customers, suppliers, and colleagues. The Reliatel management software from Tone Software Corporation helps organizations of all sizes manage their communications technologies to ensure great voice quality and better levels of service and reliability throughout their business. Through Reliatel, you'll gain higher return on investments from VoIP and Unified Communications Technologies while lowering the associated operational support and maintenance costs. 
Learn more. Visit www.tonesoft.com or call 800-833-8663 for information on Reliatel by Tone Software, the solution for quality business communications. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. All of our shows can be heard anytime on iTunes, Stitcher.com, Spreaker.com, and several hundred former guests' websites whose CEOs have been on our show and their companies have put their interview somewhere on their website, as well as various business-oriented podcasting services. Each month, we have several thousand downloads of our podcasts. And if you'd like to subscribe, just type in Critical Mass Radio Show to your favorite podcasting software, and you'll get our weekly radio shows. I'm interviewing Ron Reed, who is president and CEO of NWP Services Corporation. Ron, before the break, I said I was going to ask you to discuss your guiding principle. I'm wondering if you could share that with our audience, please. Sure. It's been something that has followed me, but is particularly relevant here in NWP. Very simple. We apply the best talent, technology, and discipline to deliver results that are easy and reliable for our customers. And that's a guiding principle. We have plenty of values that include executing as champions and commitment to associates, but we stay focused on those guiding principles in everything that we do, and that drives our business. In fact, every Friday, we have our own internal radio show with a little over 300 employees, and one of our employees will volunteer to talk about our guiding principles every Friday and what they mean to them. And that's been very important, not just to have principles, but to make sure that your team rehearses them and owns them. Because, as I am fond of saying, everything is easy on the whiteboard. Right. But unless your team actually owns your guiding principles and owns your value system, you're never going to get anywhere. So that's a culture that we drive in our own company. And it, I'm very proud of it, and I think it's part of the genetic code at NWP. Uh, that's um, I've never heard using an internal communications tool like a radio show as a way to reinforce your culture and your guiding principles. Uh, that's that's why we continue to ask that sh- that question here on uh, Critical Mass Radio Show, Ron, to come up with new ideas and interesting takes on it. So I want to thank you for sharing that information with our audience today here on our radio program. Sure, we You're call f- it Squawk Box. It's okay, about fifteen minutes every Friday. Squawk box. Oh, that's interesting. Um, maybe that maybe that plays into my next question then, because I was going to ask you. I know that your firm, NWP Services Corporation, was selected by the Orange County Register as one of the top places to work in Orange County, not just last year in 2014, but the year before that in 2013, and as well as in 2012. Can you share how your continued focus on the work environment has led? NWP to exceptional performance by the executive team and the employees? You know, at the end of the day, I think it comes back to the values. You know, we stay focused on those values. The marketplace changes, our services, and our our, our industry changes. But as long as those enduring values continually are owned by our team and that we rehearse them at all levels of our team, we seem to be able to continue to innovate. Innovation is one of our core values. And Everybody knows nothing stands still. Nothing will ever stand still for any company. So as long as innovation is one of those core values and you keep rehearsing it, and again, driving those values into ownership by your team is what I think keeps us on that OC register list. 
It's it's an honor to be selected once uh, to be on that list, but three consecutive years that that's really I think speaks to something that's working right in the culture, Ron, and uh, and, and I give you credit as the leader for tone on the top to uh, in, instilling this type of best places to work in Orange County mentality for not only the top executives but the entire workforce across NWP services. And you say you had three hundred employees. Is that what I heard? A little over three hundred. We just added. Uh 14 this week, in fact, so we're very excited. Yeah, congratulations. Glad to hear that as well. Um, We only have a few minutes left here for our interview with you today on Critical Mass Radio Show, Ron, but I did want to ask you, what's the future for growth? I mean, where where do you see, what's the current business opportunity facing NWB services? You come back in a couple of years, we talk about the business. You know, where do you see the emerging markets or opportunities for growing your top line? Well, we've been fortunate to be the leaders of most many of the innovations in our industry and right now i'll tell you that there's a few things brewing in our laboratory we actually have a team called labs and we believe that the introduction of the smart apartment is impending and we intend to drive it so what that means is you've heard a lot about the smart home where you can buy all kinds of devices that help you control your thermostats and your security systems and even open your door and many people don't know that when they get a key at a hotel that their thermostat starts changing the minute they check in. These technologies have not yet really been introduced into apartment complexes. Interesting. And we're working on a white paper as we speak that will allow our team that already is installing most of the mesh networks in America for apartments to start hanging technologies that a customer will be, a resident will be able to use with their smartphone to control their apartment and we're pretty excited about introducing that probably in the next 6 to 12 months as the market adoption starts to be very peaked. We're starting to see a lot of owners very intrigued with that. People like Lion Properties, who have always been innovators, uh-huh. we're looking to people like that who have been very interested in helping us to kind of think about it and we're pretty excited about uh, what will be a quick adoption over the next three to five years of that. That that is very exciting, and I'm glad that we ask you that question because I'm making a note and look. And my producer and I, we're going to make sure if you if you agree, I would like to invite you back on the show maybe in 2016 to talk about this concept of a smart apartment because I, from a conservation perspective, I'm very intrigued by what that might do to our you know to the footprint here in, in Southern California and across the country. Conservation is core. It's one of our genetic codes. In fact, uh, you hear around our company, we believe we're saving the world. So that's what the people in our company feel. We talk about it every day, and we're pretty passionate about saving the world. It makes it more fun to come to work if you actually think that your job is related to saving the world. And so our team is super excited about that, and I have a bunch of people that um, I couldn't be prouder of being on their team. And they really believe that what they do every day helps save the world. Well, uh, let's put a marker on the uh, on the calendar then, and we'll be I'll be back in touch. Our organization will be back in touch with you and Kevin uh, to talk about uh, coming in and talking about the smart apartment in 2016. Okay. Thanks, Rick. All right. So, if someone wants to learn more about your firm, how do they find NWP Services Corporation online, Ron? NWPSC. SC. Okay. Com. All right. National Water Power Services Corporation. And they can learn all about us. All right. Well, I appreciate you um, being making yourself available to us today. I know you're on business travel in other parts of the country, and um, and I appreciate with your busy schedule that you were able to spend some time and 
share with our audience a little bit about what makes NWP Services Corporation the company that it is and kind of your role in helping that. So, Ron Reed, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks for being a friend of our program, and welcome to the critical mass business community here in California. Thanks, Rick, and I appreciate the services you provide. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Ron Reed. He is the CEO and president of NWP Services Corporation. We're going to take a second short commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show, and then Dr. Jack Singer will be here. I've invited him to come on the show because I want to talk about his book. He's he's an author and coach to financial advisors. His book is The Financial Advisor's Ultimate Stress Mastery Guide. So don't go anywhere because not only do these tips and techniques that he's written about in his book work for financial advisors. They work for busy and harried business executives and owners and people running middle market firms as well. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after these words from our commercial sponsors. Wow. Marketing predictions are out for 2015 and marketing success is changing. Did you know that Google is now actively tracking your business and personal brand and online reputation? Online and offline marketing has changed. Google is driving more than 85% of your traffic. And if your brand is inconsistent or has poor mobile usability, your rankings and traffic can suffer in 2015. To learn how your business is currently viewed and what can be done to improve your brand's visibility and authority, contact SunUp Group for a free marketing analysis. It could be a business game changer. Visit www.sunupgroup.com today or call 877-609-3840, extension 700. Successfully navigating the changing world of public relations and digital marketing requires an experienced, tenacious, yet gracious team. In business for more than 20 years, Orange County-based T&N Company delivers big agency results with personalized service. For more information, call us at 714-536-8407 or visit us online at tnco.me. UPS Protection has been protecting systems in the U.S. against brownouts, blackouts, and poor quality power for over 25 years. We provide power protection systems, including UPS, lighting inverters, generators, and service for clients from coast to coast. We specialize in solving all your power needs. As a direct reseller of the best brands in the industry, including Liebert, Powerware, and APC, we can solve all your power protection needs. Protecting your power is our main goal. We offer on-site or depot repair of our critical equipment. To better serve your budget constraints, UPS Protection also offers both reconditioned and new products. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. All of our shows can be heard on iTunes, Stitcher.com, Spreaker.com, several hundred former guest websites whose CEOs have been on our show and their companies have put their interview on their website, as well as various business-oriented podcasting services. If you'd like to uh, subscribe, just type in Critical Mass Radio Show, all four words on your favorite podcasting software, and you'll get our weekly downloads of our radio show. We get about several thousand downloads each month of the various podcasts that we do. All of our shows can be heard live on octalkradio.net. Okay, as promised before the commercial break, so we're going to have Dr. Jack Singer here in the studio, and he's sitting right across the 
And so if you're listening to us live on OC or you're watching or listening to us on iTunes, maybe you want to look at our YouTube channel, Richard Franzi, and you get to see this interview in person with Dr. Jack Singer. Sir, it's a pleasure to have you at the studio. It's my pleasure. It's good to have you here in the Critical Mass radio show. And let's start by, I know that you work with a lot of different professionals and you focused on financial advisors. Can you, as well, can you describe what your role or what role you play in helping them? Well, you know, in 2008, when we had the economic crisis here, financial advisors as a profession became terribly stressed. Many of them wanted to go out of business. Many of them couldn't handle the overwhelming stress coming from clients who were panicking, things of that nature. And at that time, somebody who was running the Australian Financial Advisors Association contacted me after reading some of my articles on stress mastery Uh and asked if I could help advisors with stress and that sort of opened a door i never thought about before we did a video series and it led to me actually writing my book and and leading me to an epiphany that i can do the same thing with financial advisors that i do with olympic athletes and teach them how to develop a champion's mindset we're talking with dr jack singer and so you just gave us a teachable moment in the first answer which is because business owners running middle market firms are listening so the content that you created in general about stress was seen by an industry association gentleman and it got you into a whole new field of practice absolutely it was so creating good content and making it available i assume it was available on the internet somehow somewhere it was available just in terms of my stress mastery articles that i publish all over the place okay somebody saw it said we can take that put it into our field and it was a game changer for my career right it's led you to the reason why i wanted you to come in is to talk specifically about the financial advisors ultimate stress mastery guide so why did you decide to write a book well you know i had written another book for teachers the teacher's ultimate stress mastery guide and you know i was thinking of writing a whole series of stress mastery guides because the guts of these books are identical for any profession it's just that each book is specific for that group where i use case examples and things like that and i decided that if i'm going to start specializing with financial professionals that it'd be nice to have a book that they could really use as a handy reference so that's why i wrote the book you had the teachers, the ultimate stress master guide for teachers right. out before that. Right. And so that intellectual property and that knowledge that you had, you've been a- you were able to modify and bring it into this book. Exactly. So, okay, so ladies and gentlemen, teachable moment number two, repurposing your content, right? Right, right. It was easy to do. All I had to do was get new case examples instead of using teachers. Each of my chapters starts with a case, an right. actual case. Right. And I start in the beginning of what the stress was, what the problem was for this person, and at the end, how they resolved it using the techniques I discuss in that chapter. Uh-huh. So it meant using the same core, but finding examples with financial advisors. So I started in, inter, in uh, I started interviewing financial advisors all over the country, many of whom I'd already been speaking to in my professional speaking, and got a whole cadre of these people who said, oh, yeah, I've been under stress, and here's what I did. Mm-hmm. Well, how did you resolve it? Here's what, why are you still in the business? So I took those cases to use as examples for people on how they could overcome the stress. Right, and because since, uh, to your earlier point, I'm talking with Dr. Jack Singer, he he's an author of many books. He's also a speaker, and he works, as he said, with professional athletes and other performers etc. When you take the basic concepts that work in one profession and they and you apply them to the to another profession, give us another teachable moment if possible, because I believe in the power of being in a niche. And this is basically a niche, it right? Is. You've discovered, uncovered, been it's, pulled into a very it's, it's, lucrative niche. It's a niche 
you know, first, sports psychology is a niche. There aren't that right. many sports psychologists. So I was working with Olympic athletes, world champion athletes, uh, elite youngsters, everybody who's really got that top-level performance, but they need an edge. And okay. so they came to me to learn the edge. And one day I had an epiphany. I'm, I'm saying to myself, I'm teaching all of these wonderful athletes how to be better than their competition the same techniques would work for executives, for CEOs, and now for financial advisors right. and so you, salespeople. You keep yeah. moving and opening up markets. Right. And uh, I don't doubt there are a, probably more than I would expect athletes and high-performing high individuals that could be your clients. But when I think of financial advisors, I mean, it's such a larger arena. It's a large arena. It includes insurance producers or agents. It includes financial planners. You know, there are a lot of different terms that encompass these people. Uh, I just spoke for a conference that has benefits providers, people who sell benefits to companies, like when your workers are injured, we sell that insurance. Uh They're financial advisors. So I'm trying to cast a wide net over all of these people because what I teach them is all the same thing. And what I teach them, essentially, if you want to look at what I call my value proposition, is... You know, you can learn everything about the products you sell. You can learn all about how to do financial planning and financial assistance to people. But if you don't understand the psychological obstacles that can get in your way, you'll never perform up to your ability. Okay. And that's where I fit in. All of the training that most salespeople get in any profession leaves that out. They just assume if we teach you the methods, you can do it. They forget some people are overwhelmed with self-doubt, with lack of self-confidence, with stress. And I teach people how to overcome those obstacles. So... Let's take a step back, and I'm talking with Dr. Jack Singer. How did you even get into this field to begin with? Not just coaching and consulting athletes and financial advisors and ex- the, the whole area of psychology. Well, it's interesting. When I was um, in uh, high school, my parents didn't have enough money to pay for me to go to college, so I decided I better get to work in the summertime. And in the work in the summertime, I worked in factories, and I saw the conditions that the working people had to undergo and i thank my lucky stars i didn't have to do that as a profession but i used to ask myself is there anyone helping these people or watching out for these people so i did a little research and found there's a field of industrial psychology okay so when i went to college i majored in psychology and i knew i was going to go to graduate school and major in industrial psychology so i attained a phd in industrial psychology it's actually called industrial organizational psychology Mm -hmm. and later i got a postdoctorate in clinical in sports psychology because I had interest in that area as well. So the bulk of my career, I've been really consulting with business and industry and working on the stress and selection techniques and things like that with people who work in companies. That was my original background. Interesting. So, you know, stress uh, may be good news from a business perspective, not so good news from a people perspective. It sounds like Stress is apparent in many, if not every, profession. It permeates everything. But the interesting thing that I'll tell your listeners at some point is that stress is what you make yourself. Events in your life do not cause stress. It's interesting. Let's say I ran into traffic and couldn't make it here on time. That's an event, but that doesn't cause stress. The only thing that causes stress is how I interpret that event and what I say to myself. If I say to myself, Rick is going to be really upset because I missed the last live show for this reason, and I had to do it remotely, and he's going to think I'm a flake, then that would cause stress for me. Sure it would. But if I say to myself, you know, I can only do what I do. 
and I will still be able to provide a quality program for him, even if I do it from my cell phone, then I don't. it doesn't cause stress, yet the event is the same. Right. So we cause our own stress by interpreting in a stressful way events that take place in our life. And you're right. We're going to talk about self-talk in the second segment. But it sounds like, and from I've heard you speak, and f- spirit of full disclosure, Dr. Jack has been very gracious with his time. It's he has spoke to all of my CEO peer groups here in Orange County to great reviews. He connects very well with middle market CEOs and business executives. Uh, as you trigger off of that event, it sounds like and you've, that the more you do that, the more you get yourself into a routine, a pattern, a rut of that. Yes. Yeah, because you, people develop unfortunate thinking habits. Their their habits, they're sometimes based on silly beliefs, like I have to be perfect or I'm a failure right. would be a silly belief, you know. And if they don't have somebody examine those habits, they just keep doing it and then wonder why things don't get better. But things will never get better if you keep thinking the same way. So when you say examine those, are you talking about a trained professional then? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can I can talk to someone on the phone that I've never even met and in 10 minutes understand what his or her thinking patterns are and how they're causing, they're running amok because of those patterns. So right away we start changing them. Right. Okay, right away. And that's one of the things in your most recent talk that I heard you say, which was very, I don't know the right word, liberating to, for many of my members that... In this area, solutions can come quickly. Solutions can come quickly in all the areas of psychology when we intervene if people practice. That's all it takes is practice instead of just listening and saying, okay, I'll do it later. You need to practice and you need to have faith in it, and it really works. We can fix most problems that are psychological very quickly. Is that an evol- uh, We're kind of off the subject of your book, and we're going to get back to it, ladies and gentlemen. I know if you're listening because you want to learn about the content that's in Dr. Jack's The Financial Advisor's Ultimate Stress Mastery Guide. Believe me, we're going to spend time on that as well. But um, is that that ability to solve and resolve issues quickly, is that the evolution of psychology or yes. a different application you, of it? You are so sharp that you, you know, this isn't even your field, and you figured out with a laser how to go right to what that was. I, I'm so impressed with you, Rick. Yes, it's an evolutionary process that was discovered about 20 years ago. Before that, psychotherapy took years. Right. People lay down on a couch, and the right. therapist said nothing, and they, you know, uh, and now somebody discovered years ago that if we understand what your thoughts are, we can quickly change those thoughts, and therefore your emotions will change dramatically. My goodness. Yeah. I hope you're listening to the show, and if you're not, you're missing out. And if you are, you need to tell people to listen to Critical Mass Radio Show with Dr. Jack Singer on this podcast. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker. It's on our YouTube channel, Richard Franzi. We're going to take our third and final commercial break, and when we come back, I've got questions on several of the different chapters and i'd really like to get into the substantive conversation about your book the financial advisor's ultimate stress mastery guide after these words from our sponsors let's face it not all company challenges are the same which is why strategic market intelligence can help identify the actionable information you need to be more competitive Gain a better understanding of your brand, competition, best prospects, or new product opportunities to generate greater revenues in 2015. Call 949-357-9547 or visit www.strategicmarketintelligence.com. Are you ready to tap into the power of social media to promote your business? It's easy to get social with Turn Up the Volume, the award-winning social media marketing professionals who know how to get results. Drive web traffic, boost sales, get social today. 
visit www.turnupthevolume.com. That's turnupthevolume.com. Many of you know that I have been a member of Center Club in Costa Mesa, California for a number of years. I use it for all of my CEO peer group meetings. I use it for my business meetings. I find the club's personnel to be professional and the club to be the perfect location to conduct business here in Orange County. People know of it, and if they haven't been to the club, they are so impressed with the professional renovations that were made a few years ago. It was a great club before that, but it is very modern in feel now. It has a very contemporary and relaxed side, which can be very good for casual business, and a very formal and elegant side, which is perfect for those very important dinner meetings that you're hosting, as well as meeting rooms that can hold between 10 people to 150 to 200 people. I can't speak enough about the Center Club and my membership at the Center Club. I would encourage you to learn more. Check out Center Club Orange County. Go to www.clubcorp.com and you can find the Center Club and I would encourage you to talk to them about membership. It's a great value. All right, we're back to Critical Mass Radio Show with Dr. Jack Singer. Uh, I said we're going to talk about your book, so let's get started. In Chapter 1, you explain the mind-body connection. Can you highlight that and your research that supports the state of mind-body and how the mind can affect your physical health? Well, there's some famous people who have done a ton of research in this. I would mention Hans Selye, who's really the father of stress research, who started this. Then there's an author named Robert Sapolsky, who wrote a wonderful book called Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. <laughs> and it's really all about how animals react instinctively, but human beings do a lot of thinking, which causes our problems. Okay. And animals don't get ulcers because they just react and then they're fine. So, for example, if a zebra is grazing on the Serengeti Plain and it senses there's a lion stalking it, it goes into the fight-or-flight nervous system, does what it has to do, and then it goes back to grazing once it escapes. With humans, we linger with these negative thoughts that right. go on and continue the stress. And one of the problems is that when the fight-or-flight nervous system gets engaged every time we're under stress, yes. it shuts off the immune system because all of the energy needs to be funneled into saving your life. So every time we're upset at traffic or something that happens at home with our teenager or something at work, for those moments, we're shutting down the immune system. System. So somebody who has many of these moments every day is really introducing disease into their life. Right. Well, Dr. Jack Singer is our guest. It sounds like my, the concept of mindfulness and living in the moment is more like what a zebra does than what That's correct. our higher-order thinking maybe works That's against correct. us. That's People can learn to live in the moment and let everything else flow away. That's why mindfulness is so popular now, because it's a wonderful, zen-type, relaxing kind of situation. And it's all we really have, right? That's right. Is this moment in time, and I'm spending with Dr. Jack Singer here on Critical Mass Radio Show. Okay, so in Chapter 2, you share how recent life changes can affect an advisor's health. Can you highlight some of the stressors or positive coping prescriptions in your book? Yeah, it's not just advisors, but anybody. Every time you make a change in life... It's, a, it's worth a certain number of stress points. These two Navy psychiatrists many years ago discovered this, and they discovered that the more points you had, the more prone you were to illnesses. 
Okay? Wow. They studied it with medical students. They studied it with pilots. They studied it with all kinds of people. And so the most points is the death of a spouse. That would be 100 points. Okay. And then death of other family members is a lot of points. Making a job change is a lot of more points. Having a child, getting married, getting divorced, all of these things are worth points. And if you have over 300 points accumulated in a 12-month period, you're at the highest risk for developing a physical illness because of that, anything from a cold to cancer. And they discovered that definitively, and that research has held up ever since. So the idea that stress leads to illness is not a contemporary thought. It is a researched fact. Absolutely. No question about it. And the newest researcher is a fellow named Martin Seligman who writes about positive psychology. Yes. He points out a ton of research that shows that if you're negative in your thinking, you're pessimistic, Yes. it also affects the immune system and leads to all kinds of physical outcomes. So it really is comes back to how much self-control over your own self-talk can you exhibit. Yeah, and guess what? It doesn't matter if you're genetically predisposed to this, like you could have a parent who was negative. You can learn to change it. So you're saying you can be pre- you can be genetically predisposed yes, to can. a certain way of thinking? Sure. Think about a, a, a person who has a parent to, or two parents who are type A personalities. Uh-huh. They may be type A personalities from the time they're little kids, but you can learn to change your thinking to modify the behaviors so you don't have to have the physical impact. So we control this. Absolutely. We're not victims. No, we're not. All right. We're talking with Dr. Jack Singer, and we're taking content out of his book, The Financial Advisor's Ultimate Stress Mastery Guide. But I suspect, Dr. Singer, that many of these concepts are also in your other book for teachers. Yes, the same concept. Same concept. Because it applies to everybody. It doesn't matter. So if, like I did, if there's a CEO of a business who wants to learn these, they can buy either of these books. right. And and the stories are the stories, but the content is the content. Precisely. So, so there's no reason they, should, they shouldn't be going and buying them. We're going to get to that in a minute. How they, okay. how do they do that, okay. sir? Okay. So chapter three deals with how learning deals with learning how to handle your internal critic. I said earlier we're going to talk about self talk. Uh, can you explain negative self talk? And and we we've been talking about how it contributes to, but how insidious it is. It's really insidious because it's based on habitual thinking. Yes. Actually, someone else wrote a book once called Change Almost Anything in 21 Days. And that the purpose of that book was to show that if you give yourself positive affirmations to take the place of the negative self-talk, in approximately three weeks, you can change anything from a smoking habit to anything else. It's amazing. And so self-talk... Is, and does it stick? It sticks. If so you, it's not... You have to keep doing right. things. But yeah, it sticks. So self-talk is the critical ingredient for all of this. We Our negative self-talk can fit into many categories. I'll give you a couple examples. Catastrophizing is taking a little piece of information and blowing it out of proportion. So a person gets a call from a doctor's office saying, the doctor wants to talk to you about your lab results. That person then says to him or herself, I must have cancer and I'm going to die. And then it leads to a whole host of stress-related stuff. Why else would they call me, right? Exactly. When the doctor was just calling to say good news, you know, there's no problem. Right. Okay? So this is people catastrophize all the time. Another one is mind reading. We tend to assume somebody's thinking something negatively about us without ever even checking it out. Right. And then we get tense and we worry about it. Someone's boss calls them into the office. 
on the way into the office, they start getting panicky. What did I do? I can't imagine. He never calls me and, you know, that This kind can't of be good. Right. And, and it could be anything. Should statements saying, I should have done this, I shouldn't do that. We beat ourselves up with shoulds as if there's some magic formula for what's right or wrong other than the Ten Commandments and whatever our state laws are, national laws. But we, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Why? Why is that so awful? And people beat themselves up all the time. So these are just three examples. In my book, I give you ten examples of negative kinds of self-talk that lead to unfortunate outcomes, both emotionally and physically. I know some people might be predisposed towards negative thinking, but is this self-talk self-talk learned? Learned because I'm thinking children in the playground. I'm not sure no. they have that. No, it's learned very early. Okay. Uh, and here's a quick. Do we have time for how that happens? Yes. Okay. Someone did research with kids between the ages of six and twelve and wanted to find out how often these kids. Um, would, were told positive things by their parents as opposed to negative things by well-meaning but misinformed parents. So a negative thing would be, oh, Jack, don't try out for that play. I, you don't really have that kind of talent. Or Phyllis, homecoming queen, you're pretty, but I've seen some of the other candidates trying to save you, you yeah. see. And they fi- he found out that in the six-year span between ages 6 and 12, the average youngster in this country is told 143,000 negative things to 6,000 positive that's where the negative self-talk starts. We and one of my mentors. So we internalize what we we're internalize hearing. it. One of my mentors said, like our subconscious mind is supposed to be a beautiful garden filled with flowers, but after we've been pounded with so many don'ts and you can't and you're not good enough, we fill it with weeds and then uh-huh. we proceed to water and fertilize the weeds the oh. rest of our life unless someone comes and intervenes. Outstanding. Dr. Jack Singer is our guest. We're talking about his book, The Financial Advisor's Ultimate Stress Mastery Guide. So. Your example, so overwhelmingly negative, but it sounded like many times they were well-intended. Yeah. We're not saying, hey, you're fat right. or you know, you're right. stupid. It's just right. we're trying to save you, but we're doing it in a way that is not helpful. Exactly. Well-intended. For example, when I told my dad I was going to become a professional speaker, my dad, who was shy said, are you sure you're going to be comfortable? You know, he was really projecting his yes, own fear. Yes, And And I could have easily let that undermine my self-confidence. Right. Well, well, if my dad, who's God to me, is saying I shouldn't do this, you know, but I obviously I'm too smart for that because I study all of this. So I said, right. Dad, I understand why you're saying it. Don't worry. But that doesn't mean that if you weren't in this profession, you wouldn't have pers- you wouldn't have pursued a speaking career. But you might have always had this imposter theory. Exactly. Right. That's you- exactly what it is. Is the imposter fear? Like I'm not as good as I think I am. Because my dad said exactly, exactly. So it is a long time to spend with yourself if your self talk isn't helping you. It sure right? is. It's a long day. You get up every day and it starts again. And then you wonder why you don't feel good in the morning. The reason you don't feel good in the morning because you went to sleep with negative self-talk, trying to get a good night's sleep. Gee, I hope I didn't screw this up. What's going to happen tomorrow? That's how it goes. That's why people don't sleep well. Right. That's why they have insomnia. Because if you turn on the fight-or-flight nervous system, which is what happens every time you have negative self-talk, your brain thinks there could be an emergency. It doesn't want you to sleep. Right. That's why people haven't shoots a little adrenaline right. in your exactly. system, gets you ready to go, and right. now you're wide awake. Exactly. Dr. Jack Singer is our guest here on Critical Mass Radio Show. A uh, couple more questions about your book, The Ultimate Stress Mastery Guide uh, for Financial Advisors. I found Chapter 7 
interesting in that you attempt to help financial advisors select and retain ideal clients. Can you share why this is important in helping them master their stress? Yes, because many people, whether they're financial advisors or otherwise, if they have clients with whom they have to interact, or in fact, if they have friends with whom they have to interact, who are toxic personalities... That is very stressful. And sometimes, unfortunately, we're married to a toxic personality, and that's a very difficult way to go through life. Or a parent could be a toxic personality or even a child. So I've listed in my book ten kinds of toxic personalities, everything from a severe type A who is such a perfectionist that expects you to be perfect, and if you're not, you're a failure, um, to uh, I called one the Eddie Haskell, if you remember, leave it to Beaver. Eddie Uh Haskell was a guy who smiled at you while he was stabbing in the back. Okay. There are people like that. Um, there are people who are high maintenance for advisors, for example. They call them every day, why did my stock go down two cents? You know, right. These are people that it's not really worth whatever money you make from them. It's not worth it because the stress out, outweighs any possible financial gain you'll have from them. So I recommend cut these people loose. And these, again, content that is more universal. This is a universal prescription as well for any business yes, owner, is. right? I, as you're describing those personalities, right. I think they, they could be anywhere, exactly. not just in the financial exactly. industry. If you have somebody who's a rotten egg in your business because they question everything and you've beat your head against the wall, beating your head against the wall trying to help that person be okay and they're not, maybe it's time to let them go before they poison the rest of the barrel. Right. And you use the term toxic and I'm wondering, but one of the key takeaways that I'm taking away from today, Dr. Jack Singer, is not just that people are intentionally toxic, but they may be well-meaning but still toxic. That's is that possible? Right. Sure it is, and they don't understand they're toxic. And part of my interventions when I work, I, I do mentoring for advisors and mm-hmm. other professionals. Part of when they tell me they've got a problem case is I ask them or teach them how to counsel that person who may not even be aware that they're coming across that way because sometimes you can save people and say did you know that this is what you do and it's aggravating well if you could change that we'd be a happier camper here right and it's not just you're not showing up just this way with me as your financial advisor you're probably showing up that way in life exactly for your own kids and grandkids exactly yeah okay the final chapter helps financial advisors to learn to become a more resilient person yeah can you share how a a few of the proven personal prescriptions to building resiliency because you, you really talk about how that's important as a, right. to manage your stress. So Yeah, well, I call it the – I didn't make this up. This has been in history of, of psychology, the ABCDE method. Uh, whenever you're in a situation where your emotions are taking over in a negative way, you need to analyze this in terms of A, B, C, D, and E. A, what was the activating event that took place? B, what were my beliefs about that event that before I stopped those beliefs? What were they? C, what emotions did that lead to? What were the consequent emotions? Okay. Then D is the important thing. How can I think of a different way to look at this? Okay, I can counteract this. And E is the resultant emotions after I've counteracted it. So in the chapter, I teach people how to do each of those steps. For example, in D, counteracting it is asking yourself, questions like, do I have any evidence to support this thing I'm afraid of? Has it ever really happened to me, or am I just afraid of it? (laughs) Do I have any evidence that may be the opposite? Okay, And if you start thinking logically like that, the negative emotions that were there because of the illogical thoughts melt away. Yeah, you change your state. Right. And your focus. Right. This This is some powerful stuff, Dr. Jack Singer, and I see how your books can help anyone, really. 
Anybody, doesn't matter if you're a financial advisor, a teacher, a salesperson, a CEO, anybody, because the core of the 77 proven prescriptions to build your resilience works for everybody. The time has flown by. If someone wants to, I'm sure they're going to, they want to buy your books, how would you suggest they do that? Well, they can do it right through me if they like. And by the way, for your listeners, I will offer something really special. If they want to ask me any question, I'll give them 20 minutes of free consultation on the phone. How's that? That's beautiful. So at this number, and it's the same number if they want to order the book, it's 800-497-9880. Give that again. 800-497-9880. Uh, again, the time has flown by as it did the first time you were on the show. Thank you for coming in and being so gracious with your knowledge and your time. My pleasure. It, anytime. It was a pleasure, Dr. Jack Singer. Okay, I've got to go. We're up against the clock. I, I'd just like to say I want to thank our advertisers, Center Club, Community Bank, Decision Toolbox, Executives Unlimited, MBN Design, SNH Rubber, Strategic Market Intelligence, SunUp Group, and Company, Tone Software, Turn Up the Volume, and UPS Protection. Our producer for today's show was Paul Roberts. Our, I mean, our producer was Crystal Nunley. Our engineer was Paul Roberts. Our live events manager is Asia Celestino, and I'm your host, Rick Franzi. Until the next time we have a chance to be together, here's hoping that all of your decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.